What's going on there, youth workers? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. How are you today? I have just spent the last 15 minutes clearing my throat <laughs> and trying to get all the get all the bugs out of it. Aren't you glad that I edited all that out? That I didn't I didn't put that in. Maybe you do. Maybe you want it in there. Maybe you want 15 minutes of me clearing my throat. Some sort of ASMR type of uh, deal here if you're if that's your jam. But me just clearing my throat and uh, and you just sitting there in anticipation. Is is he gonna get it now? Is he done? Is is he going to say something? Well, anyway, I'm excited to be here with all of you. And if you're brand new here to the podcast, thank you so much for taking a chance and uh, hitting that play button. And I uh, hope you enjoy what you hear today. I'm glad that you're a part of the community today. But if you'd like to be a part of the community going forward, go ahead and click that subscribe button and you will get an episode from me every week. And you'll be a part of the group here. Of course, we want you to be a part because I want you to, and I'm sure others that are listening as well, uh, want you to be motivated and want your youth ministry to move forward and, uh, and just want you to be encouraged because uh, youth ministry, as all ministry, requires encouragement. It's, uh, it's kind of what we need. It's kind of our addiction. <laughs> we need encouragement. We need it desperately every day to do uh, what we do in ministry to teenagers. If you're a regular and you've been listening for a while, thank you for returning. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate your time and your attention. And if you're one of those folks who's been listening for a while and you have not written a review yet, what? Why? It's just a simple thing. You just leave five stars and a few words and Man, it would mean the world to me if you did that. So if you're one of those folks, uh, just go ahead and leave a review. I'll put a link in the show notes and uh, you can leave a review over there on iTunes so that other youth pastors, just like you, can find encouragement and training and resources just like you find it here every week. So today, uh, I'm going to go ahead and forego the motion metrics today. I'll pick those back up in a few weeks after the holidays. And I thought I'd just uh, get into it today. I, I will mention one thing, uh, that if you're needing a Thanksgiving responsive reading, if that is your jam, uh, I do love a good responsive reading. Uh, having grown up Catholic and done my fair share of responsive readings, I've taken that now as a uh, Protestant, and I use it with my youth because I think it's valuable. And so if you would like a Thanksgiving responsive reading, I'll put a link down in the show notes. It's absolutely free. You can do it with your students as part of the service you may be having with your students this coming week, because I know that many of you, like myself, will not have service the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So if you'd like to do a responsive reading, try something new with your students, uh, it comes on slides and everything, and so it's all worked out, and uh, and you can do it as a closing with your students, or as an opening as part of worship. All right, now we're going to get into it. So yeah, it's that time to be thankful, and today I wanted to share four things you should be thankful for in youth ministry. And uh, the first one is that there is such a thing called youth ministry. I've been around long enough to see youth ministry change over the years, and youth ministry has changed. I mean, long before me, uh, you know, it's morphed 
into all kinds of things. Youth ministry goes uh, as far back as the early 1900s with Christian Endeavor, where kids were taking ownership of their ministry and endeavored to live a Christian life. If you fast forward then to the 40s, where Youth for Christ was having huge rallies to introduce teens to Christ, and then into the 50s and, and pivoted more to a club format. And then it was in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement where churches started to hire youth pastors and, and start uh, you know, establishing them as somebody in their church that could reach and disciple teenagers. And that reminds me, there is a great movie coming out with none other than Kelsey Grammer called Jesus Revolution uh, about that time in the 60s and 70s when, uh, when hippies were coming to Christ and about the struggle that the church was having to adapt and to welcome in uh, folks who did not look like themselves. I encourage you to check that out. You can just uh, look in YouTube and and Google uh, Jesus Revolution. But we are the benefactors of a long history of youth ministry. Sure, if we didn't have the professionalization of youth ministry, we'd still be ministering to youth in some way or fashion. But we should always be thankful that youth ministry has morphed into a valuable role in the church. And I know some of you just <laughs> rolled your eyes at that, but it, it is still a value. Even though it is not treated as such, there's still pastors trying to hire youth pastors to meet a need within their church. So it is of some value to some churches, but there are churches obviously that do not value it, even though they hire youth pastors in, in trying to attempt that they do show that they value it. But just remember, be thankful that there is such a thing called youth ministry. The second thing that you should be thankful for is that God would call you to minister to this group of people. You know, I'm thankful that God loves young people. And I see this uh, in scripture where, where God loves Hagar. And the Bible talks about Hagar's cry in Genesis 21, 16 through 18. God heard the cry of a mother and child, and God responded. You know, I was 17 years old when I felt God call me to youth ministry. I had great youth pastors and camp counselors in my life who showed me what it meant to love young people. For me, it was like uh, what Donald Miller says in Blue Like Jazz, where he talks about him falling in love with jazz because he watched Uh, a jazz musician play his saxophone with such passion, such passion that uh, he started to fall in love with that kind of music. And I too, I saw how much that the people around me loved ministering to me and to young people and other teens. And and it resonated with me. And listen, I was debating what I wanted to do after high school. My choices, my choices were not stellar. My choices were social work, it's a good profession. My daughter is a social worker, uh, professional bowler. Listen, don't don't laugh. I had 143 average at 14, and uh, I had I had bowled. Uh, I think my highest was a two two fifteen something like that. So listen, there was hope there. And then my last choice was youth pastor. Right, tough choices. But you know who knows? Some of you are some of you are listening, wondering, Paul. Maybe you would have made more money being a a professional bowler. Maybe. Maybe, probably, probably, I don't know. But listen, it was that last year of high school that a missionary uh, came from Africa to and spoke at our church. And at the end of the service, there was a prayer line. And I went up for prayer 
And the missionary prayed for me. And then I just started to walk away. And he, he called me back and said, young man, young man, come, come back here. And he said to me, do you have a calling on your life for ministry? And listen, it's at that moment that God really just nailed me and confirmed my calling. And 32 years later, here I am. And I am so thankful that God called me to minister to young people. There's lots of groups I could be ministering to, but I'm grateful and thankful that I'm ministering to the people, this, this group of people that God's called me to. And listen, you should be thankful too. You could be ministering to all kinds of people, but you're ministering to young people because it, it resonated with you just like it resonated with me. So be thankful. Be thankful that God called you to this generation of young people. The third thing uh, you should be thankful for is that there was a church who was willing to take a chance on you. I took my first position at 22 years old in my home church as a junior high youth pastor. And listen, I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but I did have passion. I did have some skills. Uh, I have worked uh, up to this point, eight churches over the past 32 years. And I am thankful to each one of them for taking a chance on me. I wasn't too thankful for getting fired from a few of them, but I'm still thankful they took a chance on me. Lessons were learned. Now I take chances on young youth pastors in my community who seek my advice or reach out to me online uh, to chat. These young men and women who, like me, when I was their age, are working out what kind of leaders they want to be. But I wouldn't trade these opportunities because, listen, somebody took a chance on me and poured into my life. So be thankful. Be thankful. Maybe even send a card to those who took a chance on you, on hiring you, uh, or putting you in a leadership position. Thank your old youth pastor. Thank your uh, pastor that you, you have right now and say, hey, thank you for taking a chance on me and, uh, and allowing me to be a part of the staff and, and being thankful uh, that somebody was willing to take a chance on you. Now, the last thing you should be thankful for is for students who bother to show up. Let's take a moment. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to see your youth group there in front of you. They're all sitting there. How many of them are made to come to your midweek or your Sunday night meetings? And how many of them choose to come? Now, look at those kids who choose to come. Why do they come? They could be anywhere. They could be at home. They could be with friends. But they are here with you. Some come because they sense your love for them. Some because they are seeking God. They're seeking a, a spiritual dynamic in their life. They're looking for hope. Listen, no matter why they're at youth, they are there with you and they come every week. We, you, us, should be thankful for every church kid, fringe kid, because who they are now is not who they will be and who they will be could involve us. What a privilege. What a joy. Maybe we should all take time to verbally thank God for every kid in our group because most of them, they just don't have to be there. They show up because they want to show up. And listen, to those of you who are maybe finding it hard to be thankful, I understand. Maybe where you're at right now is uh, not what you expected. It, the work is much harder than you thought. The leader you have isn't the leader you thought they'd be. And life is just hard. And listen, can I encourage you to be thankful anyway? Because 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. 
my encouragement is to just start being thankful for what you can be thankful for. Yeah, let the tears just roll if they must, but call out what you can be thankful for and let God do the rest in your life. And it would be my hope that the joy of Christ would fill your heart and would just be overflowing, that I know everything's not perfect now, but God says, listen, everything takes time. Everything becomes beautiful in its time. And my hope would be that your circumstance right now, if it's ugly, will eventually become beautiful. And it starts becoming beautiful when you let thankfulness fill your heart. And for a quick side note, let me just say that I am thankful for all of you. Many of you come and you listen uh, episode after episode. Some of you buy my stuff. Uh, some of you share my stuff. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for hanging with me in my ups, my downs, when an episode is a little late, or you know maybe with the content wasn't exactly what you're looking for. But I'm thankful that you're a part of this podcast uh, because it's a community where I can share my thoughts. You know what God has allowed me to go through. You know I can share with you. So. May I just say God bless you, your family, and ministry this Thanksgiving. And if you are interested in reaching out to me or just sending me an email, you can send me an email to thedisciplesproject at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thankful for. I'd love to hear from you. You can always send me a text too at 205-260-7229. And, uh, and that is it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember, if nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're just going to get better. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.